Hello and welcome to Famicast 80, your Famicast for the latter part of May 2016. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today I'm joined by James Charlton. Let's deal with it together, Danny. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Ty Shugart. It's-a me. And Borat. Yeah, he's Borat. No mustache. <laughs> and, uh, nice. Very nice. How much? Cyrus <laughs> Delaney is also joining us as well. Konnichiwa. Mini-san. <laughs> hey, that's Anime a mini-san. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Cyrus doesn't get that, actually. It's, uh, I don't. I'm very left out and sad. It's a classic uh, Reggie line that we used in the in the podcast for, like, I don't know, dozens of episodes. Yeah. When, uh, what is it? Is it Iwata talking to Reggie? Yeah, they were showing off the Wii U voice chat or the <laughs> video chat capabilities and, you know, the quality is terrible. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's why I don't know what it is, the video chat on Wii U. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. You can do that. Reggie spent like four months learning like one sentence in Japanese and also and then screwed it up. He said, he said mini, mini-san konichi, kanichiwa or something, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Classic. Uh, All right, well, um, yeah, we got some cool new business and a couple of little bits of news here that we're going to get to today. So I'll tell you what, we're just going to go ahead and kick things off with the new business. And Cyrus, would you mind kicking us off here today? Say what? Special treatment. I like this. I'll wear a shirt more often. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) Yeah, so this week I kind of played a bunch of little bits of bobs. But, uh, so I got, I've been trying to get back into Splatoon because I'm kind of obsessed with Splatoon at the moment. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I like cracked it on for the first time in like weeks properly and immediately got all of the new maps that I haven't played on. <laughs> so like there was the that new resort map, like the the art museum, the game development office. Yeah. And man, those maps are complicated compared to the first maps. Yeah, like, that's true. There's stuff like moving everywhere, there's like the the conveyor belts, the level changes shape. It's like and I had no idea what was going on in half of those games. Yeah, the uh, Mahi Mahi Resort one is pretty intense. <laughs> after really a minute, like... yeah. Yeah, but, after uh, a minute, the whole changes. Yeah, I use the, the heavy splatling as my main gun, so Mahi Mahi is pretty good because people kind of have to stay out in the open, and you just get, like, these long-range chain gun cutting them in half shots. Yeah, that's a good weapon to have in that stage, definitely. Some good high up places you can just like tilt it up and hit people from miles away. Mm-hmm. And yes, that's cool. I've only played it a little bit, but uh, I'm definitely I'm feeling it. I want to get back in properly. So me and you, we gotta we gotta we gotta stay fresh, yo. What's your level and rank? <laughs> let's let's talk about that off air. Remember I deleted <laughs> my save file. Oh so right. I'm like I'm like level five or something. Like oh. rank five. Okay, maybe we won't be playing together. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I always get matched up with like level 40s and level 50s, and my score is still kind of like top of like w- the top one or two. And, uh, oh, okay, so you're a, you're a good level 5. Because yeah, level, level 5 is usually like, you know, 3-year-olds. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I kind of know what I'm doing. But 
my like all my equipment is so horribly under leveled. Like I only have one ability slot in each of my clothes because I haven't ranked up enough to get the the three rank right. ability things. And you don't have any seashells to unlock extra no, bits, I guess. I have never <coughs> played in a Splatfest or a. There was one last weekend. We'd... Yeah, I know. I've managed to just never turn on my console. Like, I've I've registered to play in them, where I've like. Oh, you still get them. If you if you just like choose a side and then don't play, you still get like a few. If your team wins, you still get a couple. I picked Patrick last time for that SpongeBob one, and <laughs> I've talked to the dude. Who do I talk to? The the shell guy. No. You don't talk to anyone, you just get it. The next time you log in, it'll just go boom. You get, like, I don't know, two or three or something. Oh, maybe I, I have someone I never noticed. I don't know. I'll check. Yeah. Did, you, did you choose the, um, the costume party or formal party? No, or did I? Yes, I did, I think. Maybe I did a Mitomo. I don't know. Who, who did you, uh, or which one did you choose? I did Fancy Party. Okay, you win then. Oh, cool, man. I'm rolling <laughs> in unearned shell thingies. There you go. Yeah, I was I was actually rubbing it in the face of uh, a few of my students because uh, we had a bit of a bet on. <laughs> no, 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 no money was changing hands, but you know, they, they they were all laughing at me for choosing the boring formal party black tie, and then uh, yeah, that was fun. You should have printed out some like <laughs> printed some seashells and just put them on your desk so anytime they walk past, just be like, hey. <laughs> just tap it. Yeah, I, I think it was it was phrased differently in Japanese. It was, um, I think it was, yeah, Formado. Like cosplay party. Yeah, it was cosplay and Formado. And in uh, in British English, I don't know about the American English, but in British English it was um, a black tie event and fancy dress. Mm, okay. It was in Euro, in America then it was like fancy versus formal, I think. Or fancy right. versus costume, which is confusing because okay. a fancy dress party is... Right, 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 yeah. That's true. But it's, it's kind of cool. Nice localization, every region. Hmm. And, yeah, so, eh, that was kind of... The other game I played is... Uh, I remember a while back I said I would never buy any of those overpriced SNES uh, games on the Wii U, like Mega Man X. That was, like, oh, okay. a year ago. But I got Mega Man X3 on the Wii U. Hmm. I decided to splash out since I've never finished that one. Um, that's a good. That's a good one to get. I mean, that was one of the last ones to get emulated, I think, because um, of that special chip in it. Yeah, I know that. Like Mega Man X One is my favorite game of all time, and then Mega Man X Two is super easy and super boring. But <laughs> Mega Man X Three is like rock hard, man. I think I must be getting old because those bosses are fucking tough. Huh. But I feel like one thing that I've noticed so far is the bosses themselves aren't so difficult. You still get hit a bunch of times, but I think they've just maxed out their damage way above normal. So, like, what would what would only do, like, a fifth of your health bar in damage in Mega Man X1 does, like, half of your health bar in <laughs> X3. So okay. you feel every hit in the game, which is... I'm not sure if it's good or bad, but I'm enjoying the game. Rocking music, cool bosses. I love me some Mega X. Are you playing it like on the gamepad or on the TV? Or? I'm playing it on the pro pad. Okay. Cool. 
I usually don't even, when I'm playing VC stuff, I usually don't even bother to bust out my pro controller. I just <clears throat> play it right on my gamepad. I haven't used pro controller for anything else, so I'm like, I'm going to get some value out of this thing. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Like, uh, I, I just realized how cool it is being able to listen to headphones on the Wii U pad while playing on the TV. I think you said you yeah. do that a lot, James. Yeah, I exclusively do that. Yeah, that's it's that's really cool. So I have the Wii U pad sitting beside me while I'm playing Pro Controller on the TV. Yeah, so, that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, another thing about Japan too. Uh, yeah, if you have a family, yeah, it's very useful. But I mean, even if if you live in like an apartment or something like that, sometimes the walls are pretty, you know, freaking thin. And mm. if you don't want to be a complete jerk to your neighbors, and you know, if you have like a surround sound system blaring at two in the morning, I don't know, it might be a little bit more neighborly to, uh, you know, just plug in a. What up? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, if I didn't have a family, I think I'd be more like Ty. I'd, I'd get an extra subwoofer. Just, just to just attach leave, to the like, wall. Flat down on the, yeah, just leave it on the ground facing into the apartment below you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why not? And last on my list is uh, I've been playing Overwatch since that launched today a few hours ago. Oh shit! I didn't think it was launching until this uh, tomorrow morning. I'll take no, it, that. it launched like it launched like the minute I left for work. So I'm like, oh, this is this is this is a tempting decision to just like not go to work today. But yes. no, I was a good boy. I went to work and I didn't get to play Overwatch till I came home. And then you went into the classroom and none of the kids were there because they were all playing Overwatch at home. I was missing a few <laughs> students today. Maybe. There you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna call them out and ask them what their rank is by surprise and see if I can catch them off. It, it, is, it is actually worth knowing Japanese release dates for major games, you know, like Smash Brothers games or Dragon Quest games, because you will notice. Then you'll know why five to ten students are missing, and also a couple staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably yeah. the ALT. Right. Yeah. So uh, that's me and my cool stuff. Actually, um, okay. Ty, you, Ty, you can cover your ears for a few seconds, but um, Danny, um, Matt Walker was uh, actually tweeting about that Overwatch works on a, um, a MacBook Pro pretty well. Oh, really? Like the, the specs were, yeah, uh, meets the requirements. Okay, Ty, you can uncover your ears. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'd just play on my PlayStation if I've got it. But... Oh, right, yeah, of course, yeah. Is it, it's on everything, right? Yeah, yeah PC, Xbox, Xbox, and PS4. And Mac. <laughs> yes. Well, we're going to go ahead and move on to James. How about you, man? Hey, yo. Um, actually, there was a game I, I, well, I listed, like, I don't know, maybe five games last episode, right? Yeah. In my you know, first 15 minutes of five games. Um, but the main game I was actually playing last episode, and you know, I've been playing since as well, but I, you know, I've been talking for ages, so I just wanted to move on. But um, I've been playing some Watch Dogs on yeah. Wii U. Oh. <laughs> nice. Ty's already talked about this, but um, yeah, yeah I, this is this is from um, you know my ever my never-ending stash of games I got in England, like coming up to <laughs> coming up to almost a year ago now. I think it was like last summer. All right. 
I still haven't got through the whole pile of games. So yeah, um, yeah, I've, I mean, not exclusively because of what uh, Ty was saying about it, but you know, I have always been interested in the game, even from that initial reveal. You know, the bullshit. You know, the the bull shots that they released. Right. <laughs> the the game that didn't turn out to be anything like that. You know. Um, but you know, ever since then, I've been kind of interested in it. I like the, you know, the concept, the theme, you know, future hacking, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, I got it for like yeah, whatever, less than fifteen squids. You know, it was ridiculously cheap. Um, unfortunately, Dan- <laughs> Danny will never be able to get a third-party Wii U game for less than you know, one hundred and twenty dollars or whatever. But <laughs> uh, you know, I, last year I picked up a couple of weird Wii U ones here, like Assassin's Creed Three and oh, yeah. Ninja Gaiden, and it was like I think there was one of them was only like five hundred yen, so you know, five bucks. Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> But Watch Dogs is still ridiculously overpriced here, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not like it's not gone, you know, to like the fight. Not like uh, what was the game, uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops Two that I got, which was like you know four pounds or whatever. It's not that long, <laughs> you know. It's mm-hmm. it's in the middle area of uh, you know third party Wii U games. Right, and um, I mean, you know, on on the PlayStation Network and stuff last year, they're having sales, and I, I got Watch Dogs on PS4 for like something like twenty bucks. Yeah, I've seen it several times again on Xbox One for like twenty bucks with the the DLC and the slop. Oh wow! So, what I like about it, um, I'll start with what I like about it. So, yeah, I mean, this is like the second, probably the second, um, well, this generation, the second um, open world game that I played on the Wii U. I mean, I played like you know GTA Three, Vice City, that kind of stuff um, back on PC, but um. You know, obviously, being a Wii-only owner, I missed out on loads of open-world games. And then I, I got Batman, you know, I talked about Batman Origins, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, I guess, yeah, I mean, it's the city is kind of very expansive. I mean, it's, like, probably way bigger than, um, you know, Batman Origins was. Um, yeah. I mean, it's... And, I haven't played. Ty could probably speak to this more, but I mean, it's, you know, it's modeled after Chicago, and yeah, I mean, right. you can, it's cool because I remember I got the game just a few months after I was actually in Chicago. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> kind of walking around. I was trying to find like a hotel that my wife and I stayed at. And I couldn't find it. I had the general area right though, but yeah, I'm sure it's scaled down quite a bit. But like, uh, the major landmarks are there, and it's cool as heck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, without having been to Chicago, it doesn't definitely just feel like a real city. Um, which maybe it's kind of like maybe that's also its detriment. It's almost like too real in the kind of uh, mundane kind of sense. <laughs> you know, it's very it, you know they they do everything. Even if it's like a just a, a street that has nothing at the end of it. You know, they've they've modeled it and it's like okay, well why is this street here? There's nothing here to do whatsoever. <laughs> and there's the, yeah, exactly. It, it, honestly, this, there, there were some parts when I was like driving down the road. I felt like you know I was going for a Sunday drive or something. It's like, it's like you know with your grandma or something. Um, you know, but with hacking and violence and explosions and stuff. So yeah, regular Sunday drive for most people in America. That's right. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I do like you know the um the way you kind of expand on your character, you know, you can upgrade yourself and, you know, do more cool hacking stuff, you know, you, you can hack, you know, traffic lights and things that pop out the ground to block cars and, uh, you know, pretty much every sub, like every character, every non-playable character in the game has got some information about them, you know, like, 
you know, some of them you can hack more <laughs> deeply, but you see some really weird ones like, you know... Bob you know, Smith, Westworld. clown fetishist. Yeah, yeah, things like that, you know. You know, Jane Doe wets the bed. You know, it's like, okay, did I really need to know that information? And also, how did they find that information out? Through her credit card? You know, like, what? <laughs> um, you know, is a racist. <laughs> like, yeah, that's one. Brilliant. Um, so, yeah, I've been following, I've just been trying to follow the main storyline as closely as I can, not getting too bogged down on, like, you know, you know, the extra modes, extra missions and stuff, but, like, I'm finding, like, the the way it kind of directs you is, like, not that clear at times. Like, there was a there was a time when I found myself in this mission. It was, like, the difficulty spike just jumped. Like, it was only, like, this, between the third and fourth mission or something. I hadn't been playing it for that long. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, I had to go through this, like, car park and, like, not get spotted by anyone and reach my way all, all the way to the top. And I was like holy shit, this is, like, freaking hard. I mean, it's, like, way harder than any kind of stealth mission in Batman, even though even, like, you know, the last missions of Batman, it was way harder than that. I was like, Jesus Christ, I need to get good a lot. And then I re- then I, I, was, I looked up for some tips in uh, online, and I found that I was actually playing a side mission, like, uh, for, you know, for some kind of extra, you know, uh, weapon or something. Oh, yeah, like, like early on in the game, like... Uh... The story kind of directs you to all the side stuff. <laughs> Maybe that's it. what it was. You try it, you, so it tries to get you to try everything once, including like an online mission. I yeah, think. yeah, I pl- yeah. I played, I played an online online mission, but like anyway, I was like, I was stuck in this car park thing for ages, and I was like, fuck this. I was almost giving giving up on the game. I was like, this is just ridiculous. And then I found out it was a side mission. I got out of the side mission. You have to, you know, press go to the menu, and you have to exit out of mission. It's almost like you're exiting out of the game, but you're staying within the game, but you exit out of the mission. And then from then, I got a message telling me where the next mission, uh, main story mission was. And I was like, oh, okay. And it was way easy. And I was like, okay, this is where I should have been. Huh. So, yeah, there was like, you know, a good, I was like, you know, good stuck for a good 45 minutes on some mission I wasn't really supposed to be doing yet, you know, and that was a bit annoying. It just, there's so many things on the map, and it's like, um, the cool thing about the Wii U version, um, I mean, I think you can actually maybe do this with a with other consoles by syncing tablets with it or something. But like on the gamepad, you can just like hold down somewhere on the map, and it'll make a waypoint immediately. And I think maybe you can do that on the other systems. Like, what was it called on Xbox? Like Smart Glass or something? Yeah, Smart Glass. Yeah, maybe it's something like that. But it's just like right there on the on the gamepad. This is pretty cool. And you can just touch things on the on the on the map and see what you know what they are, without having to go into menus. You know, so you can still be moving around while you know doing all that kind of stuff. Texting and driving. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but I think that's pretty much it for the Wii U features. I mean, it's got um, off TV play, um, which works pretty well. Um, Did you, know, you try it, uh, any online stuff other than what the game tricks you into? <laughs> no, I, it actually didn't trick me into any online. Modes, um, but I, I found it. You know, the very convoluted menu system. I, I found like I, I joined a racing, an online race. Um, it was like a motorbike one. Right. And uh, the guy was equally as shit as I was, so we kind of <laughs> we were just like <laughs> plowing headlong into trees and then resetting and. You know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like uh, I highly recommend the one where you just uh, shadow another player. Yes, I, that was the other one I did. Um, yeah, that's oh, fun. Oh, shadowing? You mean like following them? Or? Yeah. 
the, oh, maybe that's not one that I did. The one that I did, like, some guy entered my game. Um, I guess I'd turned that feature on without realizing. Right. Uh, and he'd entered my game, and he said, like, I ha he was hacking my shit. He was, like, stealing my money or something like that. And it's, right. I had, like, four minutes to find him in this in this certain specific area. Yeah. So I was, like, running around, like, trying to find, like, it must be pretty obvious. It must be a guy, you know, doing it, it depends weird how, shit. Yeah, it depends how good they are. And, yeah, uh, I, guess, I guess this guy was really good. Like, I, 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 it was like a very dense area, so there were a lot of people, and it, there were lots of like very, you know, complicated like multi-level buildings and like bridges and like right. overpasses and think like steps which you can't actually go up because it's just like geometry without actually letting you climb on it, kind of thing. So it was, it was very frustrating. It felt like I was stuck in this kind of, you know, box trying to find something, you know. Uh, um, so I didn't. I yeah, that guy hacked my shit. But then after that, um, the same thing happened. But like the guy was not very good, and he was just like running around like shooting cars and stuff. And I just, <laughs> I, I just walked, walked up behind him and shot him in the back, and he didn't even know I was there. <laughs> so, like, I was like loser. That, that lasted like thirty seconds. I was like, well, that was easy. <laughs> There's an entire different online mode where all you do is follow a person and not get spotted. Oh, okay. And That's it doesn't even tell the other person you're there. Okay. So, so basically, you just spy on people, and it's hilarious. Like, <laughs> if you catch people just playing really badly, like you know, driving into trees and and uh, falling off buildings and stuff. Do you have to maintain like a certain distance, or you have to just like not get spotted? Like you know, when you you like cursor over an NPC oh, okay, with okay. your phone out, yeah. like it shows you their stuff. It's like, yeah, just don't get in front of them. That's cool. Okay. Just look right. inconspicuous. Maybe hang out behind like corners. Other NPCs. Yeah. Like Assassin's Creed's fans uh, may like this. Same, <laughs> same developer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, yeah. there's lots of cool things to like. I actually ended up just turning off the online mode um, just, you know, so I could just get on with the missions and stuff because I, I was just getting, like, uh, hijacked every, like, five minutes. I was like, okay, just... Guys, can you just leave me alone for a sec? <laughs> um, but it, it is pretty amazing that, you know, that kind of online system, and it means it's never been done on a Nintendo system ever, and probably since, <laughs> to be honest. You know, that kind of, like, seamless online system where you can just be in a game and then just, like, connect to an online game and play it and then go back to the single-player mode. I mean, that's just so alien to Nintendo gamers. It's, like... It's kind of amazing for me for me to experience that for the first time. It was like, wow, shit. There's no, like, connect to game and please stand by or any of that bullshit. It was just all seamless. So that was pretty impressive. Right. Um, the, graf the graphics are okay on Wii U. Obviously, you know, PS4 is going to shit all over it. But <laughs> um, it, I think it looks fine. And uh, there's some visually pretty impressive bits. Even in, like, the first couple of missions, like, you're in this, like, baseball stadium and stuff. And it's like... All this shit going down is it's pretty cool, and you know weather effects and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, um, the story's all right. I mean, the main character is pretty pretty you know Mr. McBland, isn't he? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I've already forgotten his name. Whatever, Nathan Drake or whatever. Um, uh, it, it was some weird name. It was Aiden Aiden Pierce or something. Aiden Pierce. Aiden. Yeah, that's Pierce, right. Yeah. yeah, what a weird name, Aiden. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 
So yeah, you're playing this, you know, Isaac Hayes or whatever he's called, and uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, some, somebody died. Um, somebody Hello, children. Died. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I've already yeah I've already kind of lost the plot, but you know, I can. It's play a revenge it. thing. It's some revenge thing. Yeah. Revenge story. So yeah, um, quickly though, and another game game which you know Ty knows very very well. Oh yeah. Um, so finally. Finally, after five years, question mark. Um, Super, Me- <laughs> Super Meat Boy, <laughs> Super Meat Boy finally came to Nintendo systems. Woo-hoo. Yeah, as originally intended. The Wii, the Wii exclusive now finally on Wii U. <laughs> the, the predecessor, <laughs> the, sorry, the successor. Yeah, system. So yeah, um, obviously Ty has been talking about this game for. <laughs> Every single episode of the Famicast, <laughs> um, and he loves it. And uh, so, yeah, I just, yeah, I, how could I resist buying this game? I mean, it's it seems right up my alley. I like platformers, and you know, ties so high on it. Um, yeah. So, I, and they had a special offer for the um, the first week of its release, um, like whatever, thirty percent off. So I jumped on that, and yeah, it is fantastic, fantastic game. I mean. The the controls took me quite a while to get used to because it's it's quite different from any like platform I've played before. Like you know, it's got wall jumping, but um, it's you know it's quite different from you know Super Mario Brothers, New Super Mario Brothers. You know, um, it's very like floaty and like the run kind of makes you very very slippery. But you know, you you really have to use that and like the the wall jumps you can do is just like just. Across the, you can jump across the entire stage with a wall jump. It's like, it's pretty crazy. So, and the the way they use that around the level design is really really clever. Like, you you'd be struggling to get up somewhere, but like, you realize that you're doing it the wrong way, and it's like, okay, they wanted me to you know wall jump across the whole stage in one jump, and it makes it way easy, and it's like, okay, that's clever. And yeah, it's it's like you know, it's almost it's like a puzzle, I guess. You got to work out um, using your jumping skills. And I guess sometimes you there's times when you shouldn't run and you should just do a regular jump, otherwise you're just gonna get splattered by something. Right. So yeah. Be careful use of the run button and you know you know, crazy wall jumps. It's 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 a lot of fun. Yeah, it's only like, you know, two buttons and your four directions. Actually, yeah, actually Maybe I should you don't even the... use up and down at all. Right. Uh, I should try the Wii remote actually. Probably even the Wii remote would work, right? Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, I've been um, using the Pro, but yeah, I guess yeah. Yeah, simple controls, but they still take a lot of finesse. Actually, speaking of the Pro control, just that have you ever noticed the button kind of sticking? Not like not physically sticking, but like when it registers in game, have a have a, like a sometimes a button is not registered if you push it with a weird timing compared to another button. Nope, I've never never had that. I've just been having that with Mega Man X3 with like sometimes my dashes aren't applying or a jump won't work, which is it's just really dropping <laughs> inputs. It's it's like it is dropping inputs. It's really huh. frustrating in a game like Mega Man X where every jump is precious. Have you charged it? <laughs> yeah, as, as far as I can tell, that thing the battery lasts forever. The pro controller. It, it does actually. Actually, that's a good point. Um. I charged it for the first time ever, like a couple of weeks ago. Since I got the controller, I was like, I, I just even forgot you had to charge those things. <laughs> I think it's like sixty hours or something. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
with my Wii U off and the Pro Controller and the and the Wii U pad off, I will probably have to charge that before the end of this episode. Just because <laughs> that thing just has one of the worst batteries I've ever seen in anime. The, the, the gamepad? The actual gamepad. Yeah, yeah, the gamepad is, is ridiculous. Yeah, that's, I well, got the extended battery for that. Yeah, I'll say that's definitely a thing you should get. At this point in time, I don't know if it's really worth it, depending on how much you're going to be playing your Wii U from now until next year. <laughs> but it, it adds like a few hours. It's not even yeah. that amazing, but it's well, worth it's, getting. It's significant. I mean, I think so. But um, yeah, Super Meat Boy, I've just reached the end of the third world. Um, uh, what is it? The, the is Salt it... Factory? Yes, the Soul Factory. I just um, <laughs> I'm on to Brownie. Is he called Brownie? The like walking poo. I think it's yeah, supposed to be poo. the boss. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty cool. It's like um, almost like a ghost uh, level, you know, like racing against a ghost, you know, like a computer CPU ghost right. running around the level. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, the next two worlds I, I think are even better, and they get much more real. As well, oh, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's getting pretty real already, but yeah, it's it's not um, it's not making me want to kill myself yet. But I guess hmm. we've got plenty of worlds to go, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, have fun. Actually, I think you're Ty, really gonna enjoy them. Actually, Ty, I wanted to ask you: Do you use like um, the D-pad? Because I was thinking, like, the Xbox has got like the worst D-pad in the world. Do you use like the stick? Uh, I use a, a fight stick with genuine Sanwa <laughs> Japanese arcade parts. Okay. <laughs> Maximum precision. So that's that's an analog controller? No, it's a that's digital okay. controller. It's it's a it's an arcade stick. It's been the mainstay for decades. So that's <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. Like, does analog matter in Super Meat Boy? But I guess not. No, it's all, it's all digital controls. Okay, cool. Yep, okay, so that's it. Some a big game and a small game, I guess. Cool. So next up, Pi. Would you mind going next, man? Sure. Uh, I've been playing the same old shit. <laughs> uh, well, no, Doom came out full version. Uh, I played through the single player on uh, one of the the higher difficulties, like ultra violence or something. Nightmare. Nightmare. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, it was a fun and satisfying single player mode. Has it got Very... the what? Which one's the difficulty setting where your your health constantly goes down? Is that is that nightmare? Probably. I don't know. I haven't played it yet. <laughs> I've just played through. No, no, from the original. I meant from the original Doom. The, the, uh, I think that's what it was, right? Uh, I think Doom 3 had the d- difficulty where your life constantly goes down. Yeah. But you start with the Baphomet dad that steals life, so you have to be constantly moving. Right. But original Doom, it, w- it was just respawning enemies, murdering the hell out of you. So, new Doom. It does look cool, i got to admit. It's cool and fun, and everybody should play it. Yeah, it... <laughs> It does borrow, borrow a lot of uh, classic elements that we're looking for, like uh, fast gameplay, violence, <laughs> uh, some very brutal metal themes. Uh, the story is new. I think it's actually written to be a sequel to the original Doom games, which yeah, is kind, that's kind of I've, silly, but it 100% respects the source material, so it's I've, great. I've really been liking what I've heard about the story, and Apparently, like, 
the Doom guy's utter hatred of the story. Where, like, <laughs> the story is, like, going on, and he's just like, fucking stop it. And he keeps, like, punching all the terminals that come up with story information. Yeah, like, like he has a one-track mind, and it's murder hell. <laughs> yeah, which is great. I really, really like that. I actually really tempted to pick this game up. Yeah, and uh, it really fits with the gameplay, too, when you're, like, tearing monsters apart with your bare hands and <laughs> slathering yourself with their blood. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it and, does. And it does seem very. It does seem very self-aware, and people seem to be genuinely almost shocked that how good it is. You know, like people just kind of expecting this to be bad, and because at, at a time I was I was listening to the Giant Bomb, uh, Bombcast, and they were saying that you know this game had been completely revamped. It was going to be like a, um, like a, you know Call of Duty style you know thing, very generic, but they just kind of went back to the drawing board and. Went like with this direction. Uh, I don't think that was ever the plan, really. But a lot of there were a lot of complainers in the multiplayer beta. No, this is like way back before the yeah, beta. Yeah, yeah, way back. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, it I was like that, it was a realistic, like squad-based, story-driven game where you're like a, a resistance fighting back against the hellspawn on Earth. Uh. It looked like Call of Duty <laughs> with demons. All right, I'm going to look that up later. I'm glad I didn't see that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Doom, the movie, the game. Yeah. Oh. I've never seen that, actually. Me neither. I have a soft spot for it. It's maybe just because The Rock is in it, and like I'm, I've, got a, I've got a man crush on him. Yeah, but, you can't hate on The Rock. Yeah, but like the movie is genuinely terrible, but I kind of like it. But okay. you have to admit, The Rock hit his, you know, absolute stride when he had the huge-ass sideburns. As soon as you cut those off, it was all downhill. <laughs> Actually, it was, pretty much, it was pretty much quite the opposite, but, you know, in my mind, it wasn't. No, the, the lowest point was when he was in, he was the Scorpion King. <laughs> yeah. That, that CGI monster. <laughs> and he, and he, as he raised his eyebrow as the Scorpion King. <laughs> in, in full CG, it's like, who? <laughs> I saw that in the movie theater. Oh, God. Me too. Okay, so Doom is cool and fun, and I like to guzzle gallons of blood. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of which, uh, I was playing the new Killer Instinct character, Mira the Vampire. Cool. That doesn't make sense, Mira. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. It's not a Japanese video game, for starters. Yeah, even uh, we were all making fun of that. Right? And there's, like, already a mummy in the game. Okay, so... For 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 those who who don't get the joke, Mira means mummy in Japanese. The the monster mummy, not not your parent. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Or more than your parent, whatever. (laughs) So that's... If she happens to live by that. (laughs) Yes. But, you know, Skullgirls has that character whose name means blowjob in Russian. (laughs) So it could be worse. What's, what's she called? Let me just write that down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently, uh, that's uh, Minette. That, okay. that means blowjob in Russian, or so I've been yeah. led to believe. She's I've got my a, favorite character. I, I love me some Minette. Right. Okay. I just got a, I've just got a, um, a work thing in Russia next, next month, so... Okay. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Uh, so, yeah, she has some cool and unique mechanics, like... Uh, she she kind of uses her blood to uh, create a giant scythe and these bats that fly around and 
basically all this overpowered stuff, but it drains her life when she uses it. So that doesn't, she ha- that doesn't sound very realistic. No, but she has to <laughs> she has to suck about? suck the blood of the opponent to get that life back. Okay. So high risk, high reward. She's cool and fun. What about Spinal? He what doesn't about have any Spinal? Blood. He doesn't have any blood. No, <laughs> yeah, and neither does that giant rock guy. I th- I thought about that. Your game is fucking broken, Ty. You should complain. Right? You can't so get blood from weird. a stone, apparently. <laughs> uh, oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. Ty was ready for you. I thought of that while I was playing, like, 20 minutes ago. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is dumb. <laughs> but it works, so whatever. Uh, and then uh, Catherine. I don't remember if I finished the story or not last podcast, but I did, and then I got golds on all the normal stages so I can unlock all the co-op stages, which I tried with my friend who had never played before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that, a fantastic experience, I imagine. Yeah, like, uh, the first level's pretty easy, and then, like, the second le- co-op level, like, the difficulty just skyrockets. And, like, you're trying to communicate, like, these complicated patterns, like, in a in one second. <laughs> and it eventually became, alright, we're going to do the thing. And he's like, okay. And then we're doing this this crazy uh, leapfrogging shuffle of blocks like back and forth. What what nationality is this person that you're playing with? He, oh, he's American. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I just, if there was a language barrier as well, that would be even harder. I just <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man, that would be fun. <laughs> Good practice. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I would recommend trying co-op, but only after you loan the game to the person and they finish the story. <laughs> it's like I th- I think that was kind of like the hidden intention of uh, the story mode. Like in between the the stage segments, you talk to these other guys, and they'll tell you like these uh, patterns you can use, and they have names for all of them. And sometimes they're retarded. Like, I'm going to do the tornado. Look out. It's like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> That's fun. I, I might uh, check in on that if we ever make any more progress. Yeah, totally bring Catherine to the next, like, f- final round bats. And I will. Rocks and co-op. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. I also wrote down that I played some stuff. Uh <laughs> I've been downloading, like, my entire 360 backlog, like, still. I played Katamari for a little bit, and uh, I played... What is this game? Battle Stations Pacific? Uh, It's not notable. Let's not talk about that, and just wrap it up for me. Okay. I'll I'll not torture you guys. Cool. Appreciate that. All right. Well, well, I mean, um, not right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Obviously later. That's fine. Right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and kind of close this out. I've been playing pretty Japanese... Japanese game. Um, 
Yeah, and I actually we mentioned this the other day on. Oh, you're playing on, Cold Set. Hell yeah! yeah. So, um, I okay. So there's a new Cold Set game coming out on 3DS here in Japan. And Ty, what's a good elevator pitch for this game? I think you said it the other day too. Yeah, it's like a Monopoly except with the Yu-Gi-Oh cards and monsters. There it is. Or Magic: yeah. The Gathering, if you prefer. Yeah, basically, you know, pick your poison there. It's and, like uh, yeah. card monster game. On a mon- Monopoly board. Right. It kicks and ass, if you ask this, me. This new version, this is coming out in July, July 7th here. But, you know, we mentioned that there was a Direct, a Nintendo Direct for this game here in Japan exclusively. And uh, apparently right after that, they updated, they added this to My Nintendo as a gift that you can get as a reward for, like, 500 coins. So uh, just yesterday, I was like, hmm, you know what? I need something kind of... <coughs> Japanese to talk about on this podcast. Uh, (laughs) It just seemed kind of fitting to kind of come to this. So I was kind of playing through this, like the tutorial part of the game. Because it's uh, essentially, it's like a tutorial, and then you can play like a few different, like uh, basically parts of the story and stuff. But um, um, so yeah, I mean, it starts off pretty simply. I mean, you, you... and pretty typically in, in Japanese kind of RPG-ish type of fashion. Um, so, Danny, this this is not a demo. This is this it, it is a demo, but it I think hold on, what did I say? The actual you paid, paid five hundred coins for a demo. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, hashtag Japan. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the actual title for this, it's you know, Cold Separate Vault is the name of the game. This is called the Start Dash version. Um. <laughs> Like I, I didn't, Gran Turismo prologue, maybe? Basically. And I'm not sure if you can actually transfer your save data and stuff like that, but I think if you pre-order the game, you can get this as well for, like, absolutely free. But I wasn't ready to do that <laughs> just just yet. I wanted to actually try it out. And, you know, I have, like, 3,000 My Nintendo coins, so why not? Jesus Christ. Is that all from Mitomo? A lot of it was, and then I quit playing. <laughs> but I still, like, go on the eShop every week and, you know, Oh, right, you get coins for that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, when you first start out the game, <laughs> your your character's kind of going, walking around, you're like, well, where am I? What am I doing? And there's, you know, some voice out of the dark, darkness talking. What to year you. is this? <laughs> I mean, it's basically it. And the, the, the voice is like, don't you know who you are? And they're like, what? I don't know anything about myself. Holy you know, shit. This that... sounds just like the 361. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. you're you're like the chosen one to play fucking card monster story, and it's like the worst anime bullshit ever. Yeah, I mean, so in terms of that, it's just stupid bullshit. But you know, in terms of like visuals and stuff, I think it actually looks pretty nice. Like the way they do it on the 3ds, they, I, they, I'm really glad that they actually use 3D, considering that a lot of games nowadays are kind of getting away from that. And, yeah, um, like that um, horse racing solitaire game. That yeah, well, they're that's talking about RFN a lot. <laughs> right, but I mean, geez, they stopped, that was 2013. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I'm really glad to see that because it looks really nice. And like the on the on the the closest part of the screen, you have like the the text bubble, and then you have like a you know anime face of your character, and then <laughs> there's a couple other like layers of depth and, uh, and stuff like that. So it looks really nice, and. Um, but yeah, the tutorial stuff—it's it's pretty basic, at least right off the bat. Um, because there, when you first start out the game, you in this tutorial level, there's like a, a 
square uh, monopoly board, if, if you will, and uh, you have to get to different parts, different, like, gates and stuff in this particular part, and whenever you get to, like, these gates, and you get to these gates by choosing, like, dice to roll, and then you can, you know, obviously move as many spaces that are corresponding with the number you get with the dice, and, um, you know, with the tutorial, it gets a little bit more and more complicated. It's like, okay, well, yeah, just go around here a couple of times, and we're going to go to the next one. You have column. to pass all those before you go back home and collect... Go, land on go and collect $200. Yeah, so yeah, so no, yeah, it's exactly right. I mean, as soon as you pass one of these these uh, gates, you're actually getting coins and stuff like that. And, you know, there's some some of these tutorial missions where, like, okay, you know, collect X amount of coins, uh, you know, in per turn and stuff like that. And, you know, it eventually opens up to where you get a bunch of, you get access to a bunch of different cards. And, Ty, you can probably clarify this more because I've never played any game okay. in this series. But in the regular games and stuff, can you actually build your own decks of cards and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because in this demo, they just have some just preset decks that you just, there's like 50 cards in them that, you know, come to you randomly and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, they're all, you know, elemental base type of things. And there's like eight or so different books of 50 cards that you can get. And deck building is a major feature. Okay. Super important. Sometimes you win right at the deck building screen. If you counter your opponent really hard. Okay. Maybe. Danny, I have a question. Is the the soundtrack, like, horrible anime J-pop? No, hell no. Actually, it's, like, kind of, like, orchestral, really nice. nice It's probably done by the Soul Calibur guy, because he was doing the music for the other ones, too, I believe. It does sound Soul (laughs) Calibur-y. Yeah, it's probably the Soul Calibur guy. Yeah, so that stuff's done really well. And actually, you know, let's talk about the developer. It's a developer called Omiasoft, and coincidentally, their offices are like 20 to 30 minutes away from where I live. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of bizarre. It's like a five-man <laughs> team or something. I mean, but they're releasing like these semi-big games that are being published by Nintendo just right in my backyard, basically. But Yeah, you sure got drinking with them, get a free code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> try to track these guys down. Right. But, yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, you know, you, on the on the game board and stuff like that, similar to Monopoly, you can put down like some monster cards, and uh, if they're just sitting there, you're gaining like coins and stuff like that um, as as the turns go by, and um, you know, in the tutorial mode, you eventually face off against this mysterious voice who is this you know extremely busty you know anime chick, of course, right? You know, why not? But um, beginning, beginning to understand why Ty likes it. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> oh God, no! The character designs in this game are terrible. <laughs> it's like the 361. It's like so so bad. It's like funny. Hmm. Yeah, I thought for this, I thought the artwork was fine. I mean, it's ridiculous. yeah, like the the card artwork and the monsters and like all the parts they actually play are fine. Mm-hmm. But holy shit, like the cutscenes were just poison. Hmm. Like. Like, you have this character with no personality, and, like, every other line is just, like, ellipses with, like, no words. It's like, stop. <laughs> In my life. Yeah. Don't, don't, but, don't. you know, yeah, like, like Tyson, right. I thought some of the, the, the monsters and stuff like that that they had, they're, they're really cool. And I really liked whenever you actually fight with the monsters, because basically if your opponent lands on your spot where you have a monster or vice versa, you can throw out your monster card and try to take that monster down. 
And it's all, you know, stat-based and stuff, but you do get some extra item cards that you can use to help you out if need be. But I I, <laughs> I really liked it. Like, I, I didn't even throw any extra item thing down, and I just wanted to kind of see what it would do. And then I saw, like, this... I think it was, like, this big goblin or something that I had out there. And, you know, the, the other guy came in and attacked me, took off, like, half the damage. And then you just see, like, this fist just coming. Like, oh, yeah. It's just Animated kind of... card murder. It's just goofy. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, I got through the tutorial stuff, and I was going to play a little bit more before we started today, but I didn't. But, I don't know, I might continue playing through this, you know, demo thing and... I don't know, maybe or maybe not actually buy the full retail version when it comes out. Here in you July. should uh, get it on 360 for like $5. I guess I could. Then I have to you know, hook up my 360. But the plus side of that, I'd be able to hook up my HD DVD player. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Give it up, man. Give it up. It's dead. No, never going to die. Never going to die. That yeah. and my laser disc and UMDs. Laser disc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... So yeah, I mean, I walked away strangely impressed because I really didn't know what to expect, especially after the first, like, oh, I lost my memory, because it's just been done so many times. But Terrible well, story, great game. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you're liking it, Danny, because to me it sounds like the worst game ever. <laughs> and, you know, that, that's basically what I was, I was kind of thinking. I was thinking, this is something I don't even care about, but I, you know, I took some... It's got cards, it's got cards, it's got high fantasy, it's got anime bullshit, yep, it's a demo they have to pay for. It, that's why I asked if it had J-pop, because I was just like, I'm just imagining it like the worst, you know, just literally the shit storm, you know, the, the, the perfect storm of bullshit for me. I mean, but, dude, it's not like I'm paying cash, you know, out of my pocket to get this. This is the, you know, the platinum points, stuff that I got from just... You know, click twenty hours in the meantime I play. That too. So it's <laughs> a different price, but you know, I'll, I'll pay that any day. So you pay that on your deathbed as you yes. regret all the hours you put into it. Absolutely. Good. Love is over. Yeah, if you have a US three sixty, I'll totally loan you the three sixty one. Okay. Sweet. I'm gonna have to hitch up on that. All so, right. you know, I did. I have another game I I played a lot of, but I'll I'll talk about that some other time. So. I'll tell you what, we're going to go ahead, well, for the audio guys, we'll take a quick break and be back with some news. So let's move on to some news. Really, really don't got a lot of it here in James, are you going to kick us off here with this? Oh, question? yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess, um, well, this combines uh, both my Splatoon and Mario Maker segments, so I don't know what music Danny's going to use right now. Mm. But hit it! Turtle 2 um, incoming. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yes, uh, the, the Squid Sisters, the, um, the Amiibo, are on the way. Um, Cyrus's pre-orders are probably already in, right? Uh... Order? Can we like pause the podcast <laughs> for a few minutes? I have something to do. I don't know. Maybe Amazon lets you do that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure you can. That's that's a good point though. Pre-order is not usually a thing in Japan, except they are Amazon so, man. They haven't been uh, they haven't been uh, 
they haven't been released yet, but um, some clever data mining um, of Mario Maker uh, have found that they will be coming soon, and probably via an event, um, which is usually how the new co the costumes get uh, applied to Mario Maker. So yeah, both of the Squid Sisters. Um, I think there was there were separate uh, costumes, so. Um, it's not one of those, you know, dual character or triple character costumes where it's like, you know, two in one or three in one. So, actually, um, yeah. does every amiibo have a costume in Mario Maker, or is yes. it just most? Every single amiibo works. Um, even all those bullshit, you know, Animal Crossing ones work. So how about like the new Kirby ones with like Waddle Actually, that is a good point. Um, that's I don't know about that one because I I actually do have. Like I said last episode, somehow ended up with a uh, new Kirby one. But um, I actually haven't played Mario Maker in a couple of weeks, so I, I don't know. I should have found that out for this episode. I apologize. Good job. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would assume they would. I would assume they would. Maybe they need a bit more time to do those Kirby if, ones. If that is the case that every one is a unique, then I would imagine the Squid Sisters have to be separate figures, one for each amiibo. Yeah, I wonder if they'll do different ones for those, you know, uh, color changes of the the original ones, um, like orange squid or whatever. <laughs> that would be kind of a waste of time, to be honest. But you know, they might do it. Is is, it, is the chip inside it even different? Who knows? Probably not. I'd <laughs> Maybe. say it probably has some way of differentiating it, but still yeah. counts as a squid inkling. Don't the squids change colors anyways in Mario Maker? I could have swore that they were. Like random colors, I could. Just oh yeah, it's whatever color your team is. But um, oh, that's cool. In uh, Mario Maker? Or in Mario Maker? In Mario Maker, yeah. it's oh, oh, if you're using the squid amiibo, then yeah. it's 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 always green. Well, I because I my obviously well. But the boy, the boy and girl inkling, when you yeah. push push down, if you duck in in Mario, if you duck as one of the inklings, they'll turn into a squid of that. Perspective color blue and that whatever. that might be what I'm thinking about then. Okay. Yeah. If you do like you know uh, a Mario run and run and duck, you know if you want to slide under a block or something. If you do that as this, the inkling, it's pretty cool. It's like you know it looks like you're sliding as a as a squid. It's cute. And if you go underwater, they turn into a squid as well. Mm -hmm. uh, underwater underwater stages, they are a squid. The squid form, which is pretty cool. So yeah. There you go, Squid Sisters coming to Mario Maker sometime soon. The last, yeah, the last event was that horrible. Um, yeah, Amazing rock. baby metal. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> so, yes. Oh, actually, um, while we're on the Mario Maker minute, um, there was this amazing stage which um, Patrick Klepek, um discovered, uh, or oh, somebody sent it to him and asked him to play it, and he did. And you, you should check out his YouTube channel and see him streaming it. But um, it's called Mecha Mecha Bowser or something. And somebody made like, you know, by constructing you know loads of enemies and various parts all together, they made this huge enemy, which like was chasing you, um, uh, called Mecha Bowser. And then each part of the stage is like a different part of his body. Like you go inside him, and it's like his heart and his legs and stuff. And it's just hmm. so well constructed. Yeah, it's, like, it's amazing. Thematically, just like the, the, you know, it's a difficult stage, really difficult stage. But like the way it's designed, it is just absolute genius, and you just have to see it. And I've I've had it on my bookmarks for a, a week now, and I haven't got around to playing it. But uh, yes, I'm definitely going to be doing that. Yeah. 
while we're on the topic of Splatoon... Mm. So, my turn to step in again. Is last week, or... Yeah, last week, there was an event in Tokyo called Splacket, which is a... Uh, it's like a fan... A fan-organized, like, market for selling, like, Splatoon... Fan-made Splatoon goods. Like Comic Cat, I guess. Yeah, it's like Comic Cat, but specifically only for Splatoon stuff. That's amazing. So, that's to show you how big Splatoon is in Japan, that they can have this thing. So, the event was actually split into four different, like, like I don't know, intellectual properties. It was Splatoon and three other things, I didn't know what they were. But, <laughs> like, Splatoon had an entire hall all to itself, whereas the other three were compressed into one hall, smaller than the Splatoon area. Jesus Christ. So, the Splatoon thing was huge. Was this in Tokyo Big Site? It was not in Tokyo Big Site, not that big. It was uh it's in it was in Akasaka, I think. No. Okay. No, it was down I don't know why I said Akasaka. It's uh it was down towards Yokohama area. Or Odaiba area. It was somewhere off that side. Okay. And it was just <laughs> a small convention center. But so like I showed up at about eleven o'clock the thing started and there was hundreds of people lined up outside this thing. Like, yeah, I saw your tweet. <laughs> yeah, so I put oh. up a picture on Twitter of the, the line for this thing, and it was ridiculous. Like, the sun was pouring down. Everyone had umbrellas to keep the sun off, and I brought sun cream because I would have been burnt to a crisp otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> but in you know typical Japanese fashion, the line was flawlessly organized. If, if this was an American event, it would have been chaos. Because the line was layered back on itself several times and like wrapped around the building twice. And then when people started going in, it was just totally silent. People moved in perfect lockstep into the building. And it was, it was fine. But once you got inside, that was when the madness started. When every, <laughs> yeah. like, everyone Through wanted... Through the rules. <laughs> once you're inside, everyone goes once mental. You, once you're inside, it's every man for themselves. Where, <laughs> and so the... It's so people are selling all their goods. Like people made fan manga, or they make keyrings, or stickers, or clear files, and uh, and so the most limited goods will be like people know what what artists are selling what before the event starts. Pornography like, mainly. <laughs> there, so that's actually interesting. Is that I'll come to that back to the pornography later. But, <laughs> so. At this, like, people are, like, running straight for, like, the the well-known artists with the high-quality goods, so there'd be, like, just this mass surge of people to specific tables, and it was complete chaos inside. And uh, I brought my girlfriend to it, and we were just, like, desperately grabbing onto each other to try and not be totally swirled away in different directions. Right. Jeez. And, uh, <laughs> but, on the note of porn, that these, uh... <laughs> These fan events are notorious for having tons of porn, like literal tons of it, where people just make, you know, hentai of all their favorite little boy and girl squids doing whatever. <laughs> but I think oh because this event was specifically like Splatoon, and Splatoon is kind of aimed at, you know, kids, that <laughs> I think they were they were encouraged very strongly to not do exclusively porn 
Splatoon combines every, it's got you know the possibility of so many things, doesn't it? Like tentacle yeah, porn. It's got you know, tentacles. Like, it's got children. It's got all oh, of that. Oh, I feel like we, we've cut so many middlemen here. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> so, they, uh... So, I didn't actually see that much porn. There was porn. There was even some actual, like, you could buy DVDs of these two rather large ladies in, uh, in Squid Sisters cosplay porn. Oh, God. And, uh... Don't was... kink shame. <laughs> <laughs> there was one particular thing that I almost bought and I'm like when am I ever going to get this opportunity again but I'll be a comic head so I'll have like a hundred times the opportunities where it was a Smash Bros uh, like comic because the guy was selling Splatoon stuff but he has his other Nintendo stuff there too and it was a Ganondorf with Mewtwo chipping dungeon where <laughs> so a match it, made in heaven so it was like light core porn of Ganondorf and Mewtwo getting it on. And, uh, right on. So I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't quite bring myself to buy it, but I will regret for the rest of my life probably. Was the title bottom tier? <laughs> <laughs> can you can you just hold it up to the video camera for the video viewers? Unfortunately, no. Oh I, God, Jesus Christ! I, sorry, I let's put it away. I think it would automatically away. censor it anyway, so it'll be fine. But I forgot most of my stuff that I bought was, like, I left it in work because I use it to show off to my students that I'm super cool. But, so I bought, like, this really cute clear file. <laughs> it's, like, super cute. And all of my students are complimenting me on it. I got, like, post-it notes that are, like, Splatoon-themed. My, uh, my train card, as you can see, has got Squid Sisters on it because they're super cool. Nice. Nice. And I got a bunch of, like, business cards of all the artists so I can check them out later. But a cool thing I did get was a card game that someone had made, which is like a full, it's called like High Color Neo, like High Color Neo. And I have no idea how to play this card game because it's all in Japanese. But, uh. Well, the Squid, like, Squid Sisters in Japanese is uh, Shiokara. Shiokara. Oh, maybe that's what the name is coming from. So but, maybe, it's, maybe it's a play on that. Yeah, if if you're watching the video, that one guy, hello. It's uh it's actually like the game is really like decently high quality. Like every card in the deck is completely unique illustration with like all the different like weapons are represented. Squid wow. sister. Are they laminated? They're like full it's like a like if you bought a a pack of playing cards. They feel wow. like proper high quality stuff. And uh, Actually, I'll I I totally forgot. Actually, one of my students is um quite a good or I don't know if he's well known but he's a he is an artist he's a graphic artist he's doing the graphic design degree at my university and he's 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 drawn every single Splatoon weapon in like you know high resolution you know uh, art and uh, there's a, and now I'm thinking about it you just kind of made me think he might have actually been there selling stuff so oh, <laughs> I, should, I should actually ask him yeah yeah, that's maybe you've like, got one of his cards. <laughs> a lot of like uh, a lot of artists were like selling like keychains with the weapons on them, so you can just have like a keychain with your favorite Splatoon weapon. Okay, I, w I won't say his name on air for yeah. <laughs> privacy reasons, but I'll yeah, I'll talk to you after the show. That was like Splat. So the event is called Splaquette, so Splatoon Market, where you 
tell your stuff. And uh, it was really good. I really enjoyed going to it. It was total chaos, but it was really cool to see so many people <laughs> buying and selling Splatoon stuff. There was loads of Splatoon cosplay. And uh, one person was really clever where they were selling t-shirts. And it was like, choose your favorite squid sister. And one was, it was a pink one for Caldi and a, a green one for Marie or whatever. And so you you could only buy one shirt at this table, so you had to vote for whichever character. And it's like, oh, that's a great way to get to someone's wallet. <laughs> so yeah, it was cool. So if I I would recommend any of y'all, you should you should totally go to one of these things just to see the madness of people selling fan made stuff. Hey Cyrus, what's stay fresh in uh, in Japanese? What do they say? Oh, I don't know, something cool. They say ikayoroshiku, <laughs> which is weird yes. because in the game it actually does sound like stay fresh. Yeah, it's totally dubbed as stay fresh. But if you ask a Japanese person, they'll in the Japanese version it still sounds like stay fresh, but they, the subtitle says ikayoroshiku. And when you ask a Japanese person, they got a blank look on their faces like stay fresh. What? Why were we talking about? It doesn't sound anything like that. <laughs> Maybe it's one of those, you know. They've made a connect, such a strong connection with it. You know, they can't yeah, imagine right. any other word being part of that game. You know? It's a Rorschach test. It's like everyone hears yeah. what they want to hear. Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, wow. ask some Italian guy what he thinks it sounds like. I'm not going to do a, a racist, stereotypical Italian <laughs> accent. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Yeah, we're so close. I might do nearly. I'll save that for the video uh, bonus content. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So yeah, a couple other bits of news. What's the thing about Undertale? Uh, oh, yeah. There? Uh, this could be exciting. Yeah, yeah, people paying attention on Twitter have noticed uh, Toby Fox sending some tweets back and forth to Nintendo, like, "Hey, message us about a thing," etc. And uh, apparently, they've been talking for a while now. Hmm. So, I don't know, is Nintendo looking to get Undertale? Maybe. There have been ruminations. What, what is the, um, it's not, he doesn't use Unity, does he? He uses something else. Game Maker? Yeah, I think apparently they were, you know, trying to get that running. And I think they have for something. Maybe maybe a, ga- a Game Maker game has already been released? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Cool. Yeah, I'd get, <laughs> I'd get, I'd get that. Hey. I'll put that on my, you know, t- games ties told me to buy list. Right. <laughs> and I'll wait for another four years before it comes out in the Japanese, you know. No, it's never coming out in Japan, man. Uh, probably not. <laughs> okay. No, that's fine. Um, what about what about me? Did Meat Boy get a Japan release? No. No, I, I mean, you know, on other systems like PlayStation or whatever. I don't think so. I'm not sure. Maybe. Super Miku Boy. <laughs> I'll check it out while we're doing this other stuff. Yeah, because there's another bit of news here that's definitely right up Cyrus's alley. <laughs> this is the other way, right? This is um, a Japanese going going the other way. Yes, actually, I was really surprised to see this uh, press release this morning, and as soon as I read the English name, this is it's <laughs> there's a game that came out in Japan uh, back in June 2013. It's called Kumatomo. It, Pretty pre- cool to tell me that's your life. Yes. <laughs> it, <laughs> it literally means, like, you know, bear friend. That's what it could be meant as. And it's it's basically kind of like a Nintendogs type of thing, except for you're taking care of a talking teddy bear. 
And I remember kind of, uh, they showed us some creepy videos of this before it came out. I remember when I used to do the Japan eShop Roundup years ago, I had some kind of comments about how just unsettling this, this <laughs> creepy-ass bear was. Prequel and, to Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah, this has actually been confirmed to be coming out in Europe and Australia, New Zealand. Uh, it's going to be coming out on July 2nd, and it's going to be released as Teddy Together. And <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> what, what about Bear Connection? Uh, I don't know. I don't... This bear is really creepy looking. Yeah. Yeah, isn't he? I mean, come on. But, you know, interestingly enough, and back... <laughs> it's being published by Nintendo, Jesus. Yeah, right. it's, yeah, it's being published by Nintendo. Here in Japan, it's published by Bandai, Namco, Namco, Bandai, whatever. And, um, yeah, back in March here, they released a new, like, discount line for 3DS. Um, what the heck? Happy Price Selection is what it's called, and this was one of the games <laughs> in there, along with a few other, like, weird third-party things, like a Doraemon game, and a couple of a couple of other ones. I think uh, Harvest Moon, one of the Harvest Moon games or something. Right. So this is a retail package game. Yes. So I'm pretty sure that's what it is in the West. I know it's coming at the very least, but so like a bargain basement, you know, you know, bargain bin game from 2013 is getting published by <laughs> Nintendo in 2016. Yeah, and I guess you know, I think Donald, <laughs> I think Donald did a little bit of digging and he found like the. Or maybe it was just in the press release, but in the Europe or the uh, Australian uh, press release, it said like you know a price it was like fifty Australian dollars, and I guess that's considered a discount game in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. yeah. yeah. So. What's even yeah. crazier about this thing is like being ported several years later, but they're adding in Amiibo support. Yes. So that was the other big thing, too, and I was checking out the Japanese uh, website for this, at least like the Nintendo release page, and they didn't say anything about this being in the game right Is now. Is it going to be Kuma, Kumatomo Purasu? <laughs> Either that, or they could just do some kind of like an update. Um, yeah, who knows? It's just very weird that it was released on St. Patrick's Day. I find it quite fitting. <laughs> the, oh, that's like the, the Happy Price line. That whole yeah. thing was released on that. Like nine games were re-released on that selection. That's also the, day, the, also the day I came to Japan. That's why oh. I know. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry to get your hubs out, Cyrus. It's not like I know all the uh, Irish holidays or something. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of just have the one. I was going to say, just, just the one there, right? But... <laughs> so... I guess other than that, Cyrus, does this looks like something that you might have put in here? Yeah. It's pretty minor. Is that uh, Hyrule Warriors <coughs> still alive and kicking? Mm-hmm. Is uh, is it? Kind of. It's still releasing stuff for it, I guess. It's kind of alive. And it's impossible to finish the amount of content of this game, so it'll never die. But uh, So they, they released the first free-to-play character on Hyrule Warriors and Hyrule Warriors Legends. Which is Medley from uh, I think it's Medley, Medley, Meldy, I don't know, the little bird girl from uh, Wind Waker. Oh, uh, she's weird looking. She is. I've never liked those. I think they're uh, they're Ritos, that species. Ritos. Ritos are the mermaid people, but Ritos are the birds. I think. Same thing. Yeah, and they look mad weird, <laughs> and so she's added as a free DLC character. And then next month, the first paid DLC character comes, I think. Uh-oh. She's, 
she's cool. I gave her a spin just to try her out, and uh, she's really unique compared to the other characters. She's all like air combos, which is kind of a cool, whole new fight style to add into the game as a DLC character. Hmm. But yeah. Sarah, sorry to uh, go grammar Nazi on you, but unique is a. Um, it can either be unique or it cannot be unique. It is you should a... be sorry for being a grammar Nazi on me. No, it's, it's 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 not it's not you, but you know I hear it a lot. It's like, well, it's really, really, really super, super ultra unique. No, that it's is uni- literally it's unique the most pedantic thing I've ever heard. <laughs> there you go. That's not aimed at you. That's aimed at everybody. Yeah. Moving on to the charts. <laughs> yeah, I love charts. I see we we have found uh, the, the his pet peeve, and we can come back to this later on. Yes, cool. That's right. We'll make it an extremely unique uh, section of the show. <laughs> yeah. right. Absolutely. Uh, so Ty is going to go ahead and talk about the charts here. This is Medicrate sales numbers from May 9th to May 15th. I nabbed this from NeoGAF. Uh, you know, actually, they update this on the Medicrate site every week, too. But anyways, yeah. Ty, the, do you want to give us a rundown? <laughs> you will be updated during the show. It, it says charts here, but there's this thing on it that says uncharted. Yeah, uh, I don't get right. it. <laughs> okay, yeah, and, okay. All right. Well, anyway, let, let's start at number ten. We got Super Mario Maker, number ten, still in there, We're doing here. good. Uh, not quite a million to date. We got eight hundred seventy-four thousand. People getting ready for those Squid Sisters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then Splatoon number nine. People getting ready for those Squid Sisters. Yo, that's the, that's the biggest seller to date and still in the top 10, right? It's of ridiculous. the games in the top 10, yeah. 1.36 million in Japan. Everyone in Japan owns it. Right. Uh, then number eight, we got Minecraft on the PlayStation Vita. That sold a lot, too. 768,000 to date. I think it's uh, only in, yeah, about, about a year. Or something like that too. So, yeah. is there a is there a retail Wii U one coming out? I looked all over the Nintendo Japan, you know, NCL website. I didn't see anything about a retail version. That of would that. sell like hotcakes with the Mario stuff on the front and whatever, right? I would consider buying it because I don't. Well, I haven't even checked about how <laughs> how much space, you know, all that stuff. Is. <laughs> yeah, we yeah the Mario DLC. That's a thing, right? It exists. It does it is. And it looks it looks very, very cool actually, by the way. It's got all like Mario sixty four soundtrack. Like it's got like I don't know, thirty tracks or something from Mario sixty four in it. It's, and oh, um, yeah. loads of un- uh, unique blocks and you know, they've actually created this huge these huge worlds. Like they've recreated like Mario Sunshine and Mario sixty four and loads of other places. Yeah, I, I kind of wondered about that because I saw all these cool screenshots and usually Minecraft DLC is just like costume skins. So Yeah, I'm going to stick with my Killer Instinct DLC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Yeah. From I what I've gathered as well, that it wasn't even Nintendo's idea to put these stuff in the game. <laughs> yeah, I tweeted that out actually. Yeah. It was, it was uh, discovered that it was uh, Mojang's idea. Or they, they were pushing it on Nintendo like hey, should we do this? And then, you know, Reggie goes, well, I don't know if it's going to catch on, this whole Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> this whole Minecraft thing. Oh, God. Yeah. Fucking moron. Uh, anyway. In Reggie's defense, he is not in charge of NCL. Yes. 
exactly. No one could, he couldn't possibly suggest he, it to them. He can't possibly screw up everything all by himself. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good at that. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, number seven, Dragon Quest Monsters Joker 3. That's a 3DS game. 600,000 to date, almost. Hey. That's been on there for a while, though, hasn't it? Yeah. 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 Quest. Gotta love that's, that Dracwe. Yeah, that staying power. Now we have uh, three versions of Jikyo Power Pro Yaku. Translator's note, Yaku means baseball. <laughs> yes. Let me write that down. <laughs> Next to the uh, Russian word for blowjob. Right. <laughs> Got it. Quite a lot of vocabulary listening to this podcast. <laughs> uh, so let's see. PS3, 76,000 to date. PS4, 134,000 to date. Vita, 119,000 to date. Neat. <laughs> yeah. PS4's on top. Those are the ones that play these games. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well. But what what is not shown is the smartphone version, which is 1.8 trillion downloads. <laughs> oh yeah, there's yeah probably millions. It's ridiculous. Rest in peace. <laughs> and probably makes more money than all of those combined. Oh yeah, I don't doubt it. On a daily basis. Uh, <laughs> those numbers must exist somewhere. <laughs> uh, all right, number three, Yokai Sangokushi. That's been around for a while too. That was number one, like, uh, like two podcasts ago, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yokai Watch: Romance of the Three Kingdoms. That's right. This blows up made in heaven. So I know Yokai Watch was like recently released in the U.S. and stuff. Has it like caught on properly, or is it just floating? You're asking the guys that are living in Japan about this? <laughs> yeah, but you know, we never really talk about Japan, so maybe, maybe you know about America. Yeah. I was talking to a friend who was excited. I, I can't comment further than that. I think outside of like gaming nerds, I don't know, like my nephew, I haven't heard him talking about it or anything like that. Um, yeah, well, it's, it's like it's like Pokemon; it'll never catch on. <laughs> but actually, also, it's just released in Europe quite recently, right, Cyrus? Yeah. So you can start asking your little cousins or whatever mm-hmm. soon. Fine, I'll do some research. Jeez. <laughs> Third one's coming out here, July. And the second one's coming out in North America, maybe Europe too, September. The American, American, you okay? okay? Oh, yeah. Speaking of research, I checked. Uh, there didn't <laughs> seem to be a Super Meat Boy release in Japan, but I think you can buy it on Steam in Japan, probably. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. There's always a way. And, and it was never region locked on any of the systems, as far as I know. Um, back to Yokai Watch. My um, my nephew uh, in Japan, he's really into Yokai Watch. He's got like hundreds of the medals, um, so much so that he gives all his spare ones to my son. So you know, we we've got loads. You know, my son's not really into Yokai Watch, but he's got the watch. You know, I I showed that on a previous episode. But right. like he had he had some of the new American Yokais. Um, and I was looking at a few of those. I, I didn't I didn't really recognize any of them as a as a as particularly American or Western ghost. Uh, there was like one that was dressed like um like a, what would you call 
like a Jesus, like RuPaul type looking person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I was like, okay, yep, very, yep, very straight to the heart of America there, RuPaul as a yokai. <laughs> Uh, so, I'm yeah, gonna check these out. I'll keep you updated on any other American yokai that I see. All right. Now let's see. I believe we were up to number two, which is oh, yeah. Kirby Robobo Planet on Robo. 3D. You need to add more bows onto that. I know it's like that cool anime. <laughs> I, I think we did that joke last time. Maybe. Yep. What's the, that? Uh... A bobo, a bobo, bo. Great, great show. Anyway, I have, I have a qu- on another podcast in the slide without telling us. Have you been <laughs> podcast cheating on us? Hey, you I can talk, know. Cyrus. I can talk. That's why I'm on multiple podcasts. <laughs> I don't listen to a podcast unless I'm on it. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Kirby, two hundred and fifty thousand to date, just about. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm one quarter of the way of completing my amiibo collection for that game. Wow. <laughs> I'm dying. You're, you're killing me, James. Literally. Killer, killer instinct charactering you. Right? Uh, yeah, those are like amiibos for boys. <laughs> All right. He's got, he's got nothing. He's got nothing. Nothing. All right, number one. Uh, it's Uncharted 4. A Thief's In is the title, I guess. I've been hearing this game might be kind of good. Maybe, I don't know. Well, it started at number one in Japan, so... The, if a game's popular, it must be good, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> exactly right. I love 50 Cent Blood on the Sand. Great Follow the game. money, Follow the money trail. 50 um, Cent Blood. This just reminded me, that a recent episode of the IGN UK's podcast, the episode title was... A Thief's Rear End. <laughs> nice. That, creep, that cracked me up. All right. Oh, crack you up. I've never played an <laughs> Uncharted game. How about you guys? Actually, I haven't either. I have watched my housemate play one once, and it seemed super cool. Yeah, I played I... the fir- first hour of Uncharted 1 at a friend's right. house. Wait, oh, is, it, I, is Uncharted the, for the game where you can like affix these rocket boosters to a cow's butt and then launch it into space and it like ragdolls all over the landscape. Isn't that no. Metal Gear Solid? That's, no. Uh, that's the other one. Um, oh, God damn it, the one, the mercenary one. Ratchet and Clank. Sure, sure, why not? Let's go with that because I can't think of this one. <laughs> Isn't it Last Cause? Lost Cause? No. Just, Just Cause. cause? Heavy, Just cause. Rain. Heavy Rain. Heavy <laughs> Rain. Got it. Okay. Just Cause 3, I think, is what you're thinking of, Ty. Yeah. Okay. Because that's a good YouTube video. I laughed. <laughs> All right. Shall we talk about systems? Sure. I see Xbox One is up 15%. I can't see Xbox One. Where is it? Oh, okay. It's, oh, it's been demoted to the next page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, starting from the Xbox One, 115 units sold this <laughs> week. 66... <laughs> Thousand six hundred eighty-six. So close oh, to this. so close. Yeah, I was thinking the, the same sixes. Yeah, that would have been incredible. Yes, the the white devil machine invading <laughs> Japan. The week the week that Doom comes out as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, PS3 under a thousand units. 
this week. Wow, still hanging in there, though. If you go around to, like, 20 people's houses and, and take them back, then you'll have your dream number. Yeah. <laughs> they probably don't want it, so they'll, they'll probably give it back to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they probably thought it was a PlayStation 4. <laughs> right. Wii U selling just under 4,000 this week, 3.16 million to date. It's kind of a big jump back down. I mean, it's always been, like I said, this this order of all these systems, spoiler alert, it's been the same for, like, the past five months. But, yeah, I don't know. This is almost getting as, as close as what it was when there were, quote-unquote, shortages of, you know, the Wii U here and stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, they need a, another game. Like, Mario Maker and Splatoon aren't going to carry the system forever. I mean, it could... Ooh, it we got could... Zelda coming out eventually. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. Yeah. That's eventually. That's not going to sell in Japan, man. Yeah. I mean, this could just be just poor planning again and just, you know, having not, not having enough systems for people, too. Who knows? Yeah. Sure. I would actually say <laughs> just dub- that's why they're doubling down with, like, you know, Splatoon Amiibos, man. They've, they've got nothing for Japan until, well, yeah, pretty much nothing. <laughs> that's it. They're done. <laughs> Japan. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. All right. We got Vita. Almost 5 million to date. Uh, 3DS, a bazillion to date. <laughs> Over 20 million sold in Japan. And, uh, well, number one this week with 23,000 units is the PS4. With 2.82 million to date. It's catching up to the Wii U. It's pretty close. Actually, somebody tweeted me about this topic, actually. Um, I I did that um, time hop thing where you can you know retweet your tweets from like years ago or whatever. Right. Like three three years ago, it round about this time was when um X well, it's why the word Xbone got created. It was the is the week when Microsoft, you know, bomb after bomb after bomb, you know, they just screwed up time after time, you know, they they did the no game sharing, no rentals. You yeah, know, that no... disastrous E3 thing. Yeah. It, it, all of that was happening round about now, you know, the deal with it. You know, which yeah, is yeah. why my my lower third is deal with it. And so I tweeted about that, and I I said um, three years ago I said, dear Nintendo of America, you may or may not realize this, but Microsoft just handed you second place on a plate. Please accept their generous offer. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, that didn't really work out, did it? But then someone replied to me and said, well, Wii U technically is first place in Japan, and I guess he's right. <laughs> it, is, it is the best-selling home console. In Japan, yeah. For now, for now, <laughs> not so much of it. Not much of an achievement for a country which doesn't really like console games, right? Next. We're going to come back with a, another exciting round of Faker Reel. Yeah. Faker Reel, is it fake or real? Does this game exist or did time make it up? Faker Reel, is it fake or real? Faker Reel. Ty, yeah, how about you go ahead and take it away, man. Explain what Faker Reel is and what we need to do, all that type of stuff, man. Okay, so this is Faker Reel. Every now and then I do this game that my uh, co-hosts here play. 
I name or describe a bizarre Japanese video game, and they have to guess if it's if it actually exists or if I made it up. And you know, there's a lot of weird video games in Japan, so it's it's tricky. How many we got today, Ty? Five? Uh, it's just three. It's just you know, three. So t- today, um, one of our listeners is actually joining joining in. Um, two two days ago, uh, Mark Harrison tweeted at us, and he gave us five answers in preparation for fake or real. So I'll be reading okay. out I'll be reading out his uh, <laughs> predicted answers um, after us three have uh, said ours. All right. <laughs> maybe it's his. Uh, maybe it's a comment. On the randomness of the game, I don't know, or maybe he's, I don't know what he's doing, trolling us, or maybe he sincerely wants to join in with the game. Who knows? Okay. <laughs> Without even listening. All right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll, he'll listen, but like after the game's already finished, you know. It's high stakes, man. You know, putting that money down, just, you know, taking what you can get. All right. Here we go. Okay, let's see. First game. All right. Is this fake or real? Fake. Okay, this week it's just the titles. Okay. Just the titles. Lazy. I I think you'll be able to infer what these games are about pretty well. No, actually, never mind. (laughs) Anyway. Brilliant. The first game is Hamsta Monogatari 64. It's not, ham- it's not Hamutaro. No, it's Hamster. Straight up Hamster. Monogatari 64. I'm going to say Mono- fake. This, this seems like a, something that... I could have swore there's stuff like this on Game Boy Advance. Maybe it's Hamtaro. I, I may be confusing it with Hamtaro, but I'm going in on true with this one, too. You mean real? Real, yes. <laughs> yes I, know, I, I have... Is it true or is it false? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, for things we seem to be giving away lots of uh, words in this episode, um, Monogatari is story. So, this is literally Hamster Story 64. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Which sounds like something Ty would cleverly make up as he he, he sticks one of the three Japanese words he knows into a title. (laughs) So, I'm going to say fake. Okay. Uh, let's <laughs> double check our answers here. So, oh, um, hold Danny's... on, sorry. Uh, Mark, uh, Mark says uh, fake as well. Okay, so Mark <laughs> has traveled to the future <laughs> to guess F- fake or real in the Hamster Mono Guitar 64. So, Danny, you said fake. Yes. Cyrus said real. James said fake. Yeah, All right. Mark well, also says fake. <laughs> okay, well, guess what? It's real. Oh yeah! This is a real game. I, I think it. I think Nintendo 64 stuff might predate Hamtaro, but I'm not sure. Hmm. Oh, man. But yeah, there's a real game called Hamster <laughs> Monogatari 64. Wow. I, I'm <laughs> almost certain I remember seeing this game somewhere. Like, like yeah, it's like I I think if I saw it, it would stick with me because I I think. I think I would know every 64 release ever, right? There's not a lot. So I see this game, I'm like, well, there's no way that's real, and then it's real. <laughs> so uh, Cyrus has a point. 
due to his uh we'll chalk that one up to experience. I just I fucking love hamsters. <laughs> I just copy and pasted the cartridge into the agenda for you all to see, by the way. Alright. <laughs> Good stuff. That's exactly what it says in the tin. Yep. Alright. The next one is But No Budokan. What? But. But. B U T T. But No Budokan. <laughs> I, I think it's a name. But no, you haven't translated it. It wasn't originally Oshiri. No, it was okay. But in Roman characters. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I want to say yes, but it's so ridiculous. It's not an acronym like B dot U dot T dot T like that. Uh, there, there's no periods here, but it might be. I don't think so though. Hmm. Like you know, blasting underwear tactics team or something. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna say false or fake. <laughs> Okay. You'll, get, you'll get there in the end, Cyrus. <laughs> Is that a butt joke? <laughs> uh, I'll just go ahead and say real. Why not? Sure. I don't have any idea. Um, I'm going to go fake. Um, Mark said real. <laughs> All right. So Danny said real. Cyrus and James said fake. Mm-hmm. And then Mark said real. Real. Mark, Mark and Danny are up for okay. a point if they're right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that game is fake. I made it up. Yes. Uh, but I based it on a real character named Butt who appears <laughs> in uh, Garo, Mark of the Wolves, I believe. Okay. His name is different in the American version. But there's <laughs> definitely a character named Butt. Probably changed it because he used the butt of too many jokes. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All right. I did, so, so I think Cyrus has two points. James has one point so far. Yeah, Mark's on zero. Wow. Me too. Me too. Me and Mark. Man, the future going sucks. down together. <laughs> nice. I thought Danny. I thought Danny. I thought you had one. Oh, do I? I just assume that I don't have any points all the time, and that's usually <laughs> a good way to go. You got the hamster story first, right? Oh, did I? Okay. Somebody yeah. should keep, make a note of these. <laughs> yeah. I, oh wait, I did get one right. Okay, sure. What? I don't <laughs> I think don't so. Know. All right. So, so the next game, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think that one's real. <laughs> let, let, let me try, try to say this with a straight face here. Pop, Grouty. What? <laughs> Pop. P O P, and then Grouty. G R O U T Y. I don't understand this. Pop Grouty. Pop Grouty. Pop Grouty. Grouty literally means nothing. That's not. That's nothing in any language. Right. Um. Well, what does Mark <laughs> say? Uh, the third. <laughs> he said real for the third one. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with my guy Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with Mark too. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Magic Eight Ball on this, and he's the closest thing we got. <laughs> Pop Grouty? Yeah. Oh man, that's just so stupid. I mean, that's a nonsense word. I mean, which Japanese people are fans of? Right. 
Um, so it could well be real. Um, man, are we all going to go real? Are we yeah. all real? Okay, well, that'd be boring if we all get it. Yeah, I'm going to go fake then, because all you losers are saying real. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you sure? Yeah, why not? Is that your final <laughs> answer? Okay. I made that one up. <laughs> I guess I was right to do that then. Yeah. <laughs> Proud of that though. I, I don't think Mark is one to follow, by the way, you guys. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he didn't get any. Soon but... as he posted these answers two days ago. <laughs> nice. So I guess there is some merit to like not randomly guessing. Ty was right. planning accordingly. No, I, I did not see this tweet. <laughs> Or email, but uh, I believe Cyrus and James both have two points, two out of three. Yep. Pretty good, right. pretty good. He beat the spread. Uh, so I do have a tiebreaker for you. Are you ready for this shit? Oh yeah, go do it. All right. The name of the, done with. the name of this game is Cyber Slayer Emoto. Ah, okay. Well, I was hoping James would spit out his tea right there. <laughs> yeah. Emoto means younger sister. That's quite a popular trend in Japanese video games. Um, yeah, the kind, you're the kind you hide under your bed. The kind that gets you arrested in every country except Japan. Right. Um, uh, what was the first part again? Cyber Slayer. Cyber Slayer. Slayer is also kind of a common word in Japanese games. Yeah, it's and, it's, and it's cyber like, is as well. It's both so generic, like yeah. it's so generic. It's both super plausible and super fake. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's probably true. I mean, it, it uh, hopefully ties research research this game well enough to find out that it's not true if it if it isn't. But I'm going to say it is true. It has, yeah. God, Cyrus has got me saying true. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, real. Real, real, real. It's real. I think it's real. I suppose that means I must go false. Uh, In my heart, I believe it's true. Uh, if you really? want, I have another one after this. If you really have your heart set on creating another tie. <laughs> if it turns out that, that it's correct, then I'll change my answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Mark says this is the fourth one, right? Um, Mark yeah. says fake, by the way. Okay, so James, you said real. I say, I say real. Okay, and Cyrus said fake. But he really means real, and uh, Mark says fake, and he really means fake. Okay, well, <laughs> this one is fake. I made ah, it up. Yes. There you go. Well, I pieced it together from other video game titles. Yeah, that's what was like, this is so generic that it's like, I, I kind of don't want to believe it, but I kind of do. There you go. Cyrus, right. you win it. Well done. Even, even though your gut instinct wasn't that actual <laughs> answer, <laughs> you, I forced you to make that answer. Right. It was just, just that natural inclination that James must be wrong about this. Right. <laughs> All right. I, I feel pretty good. Uh, about tricking you guys that time, though. Yeah, and really uh, Mark also gets a point, so well done, Mark. Yeah. He tied me. He tied you, yeah. I don't, 
Yeah. Technically, I don't think you would have been eligible for the tiebreaker. Well, uh, that's, that's true, actually. Yeah. It's just hearsay now or whatever, but... Yeah. Null and void. You yeah. get zero points then. All right. Uh, Danny, what did you think of the last one going into it? I don't think you answered. I probably would have said real. <laughs> okay. All right, sweet. <laughs> All right, so... I am pleased with myself. I love, I love how honest Dan, Danny was. He's just like, yep, I would probably just got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows that by now. Pop yeah. Grouty. Yeah, I think this, this is my first fake or real win. This is this is a good this is a good day. Congratulations. A winner is kid. Good stuff. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes, yeah, <laughs> right. a winner is you. Cool. All the bases are belong to you. <laughs> All right. Well, Ty, thank you for another exciting game of true or false. <laughs> <laughs> Maribatsu. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and if you want to, if you want to pre-send in, if you want to pre-send in answers, then uh, by all means, send them to uh, at the Famicast. On Twitter, like Mark did, <laughs> <laughs> and he can, you know, you can win one point without even knowing what the games are. Well, you can yeah. always play at home, just like keep track of your own score. That's true yeah, too. it's like uh, like radio trivia. Yeah, let us know if you got them all, and we'll call you a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Fake or real? Is it fake or real? Does this game exist, or did time make it up? Let's move on to some feedback here. So, if you want to ever send us an email, you can do that for more long, I guess, type of questions or comments or complaints or whatever. Uh, you can send us an email to famicast at nintendoworldreport.com. If you have something a little bit more, a little bit shorter, you want to just kind of just say something pretty quickly at us or whatever, uh, you can follow us or hit us up on Twitter at the famicast. So, and we did get a couple of people kind of holler at us. I don't think... James, do we get any emails? Said, nope. No, 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 no. Uh, I know. No, the last one we got was like ver- verifying our podcast is on uh, <laughs> Google Play. <laughs> yes. So actually, yeah, that is another thing too. Now you can find the Famicast on Google Play. Um, yeah, so go do that if you have you know Android phone or whatever. Um, you know, uh, man, I feel so bad. I got an email quite a bit, quite a bit ago now about the pots, something like the podcast not being easily searchable on Windows phones and like in the podcast app there. Windows phone? <laughs> Windows phone. Um, you might have heard of it. James Lindemann. Well, yeah, not, right? not in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Um, in, in Japan, you can't even buy them in Japan, can you? I, I do. I don't buy Windows phones. So I, <laughs> Seriously, I don't think they. I don't think they're actually for sale in Japan. Honestly, I really don't think they are. I've never seen one in a phone shop. Okay. Or actually, well, Cyrus, you you went to a phone shop most recently. Did you see one? Nah. <laughs> there you go. But my point wasn't to talk about they're <laughs> not here in Japan. No, uh, there. I guess there's some kind of an issue with getting stuff on like the 
on Microsoft's podcast app or something like that. So I was looking into it, and lo and behold, this one email address that I was kind of directed to did not work. So um, still trying to kind of figure that stuff out. So well, somebody did ask us about how to get it on a Windows phone. I yes, think my that's advice. I think my advice was stop using a freaking Windows phone. Yeah, I think after you said that, I think I just, you know, made sure that you weren't part of the conversation. <laughs> You're welcome. You know, yeah, no, it's... Yeah, what can I, I say, uh, Danny? I, I like to help out. Oh, yes, you, thank you. <laughs> no, that's James. It's, that's James. So the, the other way people can, you know, interact is the, uh, the talkback thread. Yeah. And the episodes, right? Absolutely which is uh, the article that goes on the website. Um, so like on video shows like this one, you'll see you'll have an article, which probably Cyrus has written. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Cyrus, for doing that always. Yeah, uh, you'll have download links if you want to directly download the episodes. You know, some people you know hate iTunes or whatever. Um, or you can just like click the link, subscribe to iTunes from there. And on the video shows, we actually embed the YouTube video, which is what we're making right now. So, okay. you know. Even even if you've listened to the audio show, it's it is worth going back, you know, going to YouTube or going onto the website and looking at you know the video. Even if you look at only the last few minutes or whatever, when we do a little bit of bonus video content, right. it's worth checking out. You know, I know yeah. I know I listen to a lot of podcasts which have video versions, and I never watch the video versions because you know I'm I'm on the train and I don't want to look at this tiny screen for an hour and a half. Exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's for, yeah, for, yeah, I'm the exact same way with video stuff. Usually, I find that if I want to watch something that's a video, I have to actually be sitting down and being comfortable and just be in a position where I can do this. So. Right. Yeah, me too. Dif- different strokes, different folks, the younger kids nowadays, it's just different. Yeah. And also, the, the cool thing about this podcast and all the NWR podcasts is that we have, you know, enhanced feeds. So, you, you, can, you get the visual, you know, you get screenshots and you know, whatever, pictures of, like, probably you've seen Cyrus's Twitter picture of him in the crowd at the Splatfest thing. Probably that's going to show up somewhere in the show. Oh, God, so. I'm going to have to go back and edit that in now. <laughs> now, <laughs> now I've just made Danny extra work, but there you go. All those cool things you can see. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, the talkback thread from episode 79. Um, uh, we've got one from uh, Topofant123. He's a regular forum goer, I guess. Um, so this was in relation to region locking games, you know, like uh, local play. So okay. he says you can play lo- Monster Hunter locally across US and Europe, um, but not with Japan. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I think I said that maybe even Europe and America can't play together, but you can. So it's just Japan, which is a separate region. Um, probably due to all the, you know, the word, the, the differences in the how things are labeled, I think, you know, probably completely different, right? Sure. Um, but he said that Triforce Heroes is region-locked, even right. locally, which is remember. bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> Just Greg, Greg another Lee, thing to add onto the list of things to hate about that game. Right. Greg Lee, he was talking about that on RFN, how he couldn't play with basically anybody else, you know, on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Oh, <laughs> you know. That's bullshit. That's some bullshit right there. Um, next up is Azik from the forums. Uh, he says he's pretty sure that uh, SNES emulation has achieved 100% compatibility. Um, actually, I kind of looked into that and uh, I found a few articles on you know you know SNES emulation on PCs, and there was one that says like to get a pure SNES emulation, you actually need a three gigahertz PC because most em- PC emulators like 
um, they try and they skip frames or like they they skip parts of the game to to, to adjust it to the correct speed because obviously PCs run faster than an SNES so they have to adjust for that. Mm. Um, but like yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting that you know the SNES which has like what thirty megahertz processor or something like that, but you need a three gigahertz processor PC to run them accurately. I thought that was quite funny. Mm. And there was also what was it? There was a game. Uh, oh, here we go. So as for N64 emulation, which is another thing we were talking about last time, um, there are still some outliers that are unplayable. And he mentions uh, StarCraft 64 as being one of the, uh, you know, the ones that don't work. Somehow um, I don't think people have been like falling all <laughs> over themselves to make that compatible. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You know, I, was, I was doing a little bit of testing myself just over some stuff that I wanted to play that I didn't. Uh, well, I just want to play on my computer. Uh, like mm-hmm. I was, I downloaded like Dinsha de Go, um, you know, N64 <laughs> version. Yeah, no, never, never it, come it, Yeah, it just did not. The version just didn't work. Didn't even load, load up. And then like other things too, like Star Wars Rogue Squadron was just screwed up to hell. And this is like you know ZSNES or something like that. It's pretty good, you know, base. It's in like a, on the Mac they have uh, something called oh, what the heck is it called? Mu something. Um, open, yeah, it's MU, pretty... open EMU, and uh, it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's basically a <laughs> collection of like different stuff like that. But yeah, anyway. Danny has all those games on cartridge, right? I probably have. I might have a Dinsha to go <laughs> <laughs> with the controller. I wish. Cool. Uh, Azik also mentions that, like, you know, there are even PlayStation emulators now, which mm-hmm. even fix like wobbly textures and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, PlayStation emulators, which is uh, most of the PS4's uh, game library at this point. Brumts. Anyone? No. Actually, it's not because you can't play PS1 games. Not though. PS1, but you know PS3, PS2. You know. Oh, okay. All the there's there's no actual unique content on PS4. It's all remixes and stuff, isn't it? Well. <laughs> ah, I was just gonna say. Yeah, I wish I could. I wish I could play PS1 games on my PS4, but. You cool. Can't. Um, so, yeah, let's move on to Twitter, I guess. Uh, hey. At the Famicast. So, what do we got here? Got one from Rich, uh, Rich70. Um, he's sent us a tweet about um, movie theaters and drinking alcohol in them. Mm-hmm. So, he says, uh, theater serving alcohol has exploded in popularity in the last five years in the U.S. Uh, pretty common now. And he sent us a link to Yelp.com. Which I, don't, which I don't think is a thing in Japan, right? No, I mean, that's a, that's a, yeah, that sucks. I wish some of the stuff would work here, but it just, just doesn't. Yeah, add that to the pile of you know websites and services which don't exist in Japan. You know, Uber, uh, Spotify, um, anything else I'm thinking of until Google recently Maps. Netflix. Google Sorry? Maps. Google. <laughs> yeah, Google Maps. <laughs> no, he's kidding that one. What else we got? Okay. Uh, Cyrus has tweeted. Yeah, Cyrus is. Tweeting his uh <laughs> his line picture picture of the line, so I guess Danny, you can use that for the uh, the album artwork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, Andrew McGowan saying, "Wow, uh, he's amazed at how popular Splatoon is in Japan due to the line." Like I said, that was the fifth of those events. Um, another one from Perry Burkham. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, creator of the the fake or real theme song, right? Yes, that's right. 
<laughs> Thanks, Perry. And uh, he says, <laughs> I guess this was in relation to what Cyrus was talking about, the uh, um, Empress New Groove, Japan title. So he says, yeah, episode 79 should have been called uh, The King That Became a Llama. <laughs> I endorse the suggestion. Yeah, indeed. Uh, next one is from uh, Carly Young, which is, uh, she's, uh, is she ex-staff? Or she's, she's current slash ex-NWR <laughs> staff, occasional staffer, uh, sure. Carly Young. Um, she says that um, her and uh, James Jones are going to be in Japan, in Tokyo, in November. And she's uh, very excited about uh, getting up to some antics with us. Hey. Please understand. So, yeah. Cool. Looking forward to, uh, well, looking forward to seeing Carly, at least, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. I joke. I joke. (laughs) Uh, There's Mark Harrison's fake or real answers. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, Mark. Well done. Nice (laughs) try. For for beating Danny. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, are we tied? I, I didn't even get that last chance. <laughs> yep, I think that's about it for tweets. So, yeah, thank you, everybody. Keep them coming. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? The rock fish. The rock fish. The rock fish. All right, so I think that's going to wrap up the show for us here today. So let's go ahead and close out with our own personal Twitter handles. Uh, if you guys want to follow me, Danny Bivens, you can follow me at Danny Biv. Uh, if you didn't know, that is a majority of my name in there. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, what's with that? What's with that? Why didn't you add the S? Yeah, it's, it's already taken. It was already taken. So. <laughs> uh, James, how about you, man? Um, I'm at Family Complicated. Um, I partially run the Famicast Twitter account alongside with uh, Danny and maybe Ty, I guess, sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, um, yeah, I ran a, a poll on the Famicast one actually recently asking about life in Japan, what people think of it, that segment, and uh, the 61% said, give me more. So, hmm. yeah, I guess we've got to do that. Well, we didn't do that this episode, so we just completely ignored uh, our listeners for this one. But yeah, oh. we'll get on that. We'll definitely. Uh, we didn't do we'll... like a, a, a semi-extensive vocabulary list for this crowd. <laughs> so, yeah, we yeah. taught you how to say blowjob in Russian. Cross cultural, the family cast. <laughs> yeah, life in Japan. And, uh, yeah, that's about it for me. Okay. Uh, Ty, how about you, buddy? Oh, yeah, my Twitter handle is supercatdrugs. No spaces or underscores or any weird stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Grandma. Yeah, thanks. No spaces. Yeah, it's, all, it's on the Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check out my Twitter for... Looks like funny pictures and making fun of people for being bad at video games. Yes. Oh, I yeah, I got onto um, I got onto it. What's it called? Uh, uh, scrub quotes. Scrub quotes. Yeah. Yeah, I got my first uh, scrub quote on there. That's um, something you shouldn't be celebrating that, right? No, no. Well, sorry, not not my oh. scrub, not my scrubbiness. Uh, somebody one that he directly submitted. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I submitted a, a scope. Yeah, somebody um, commented on one of my Mario Maker levels and said, <laughs> uh, I forgot what he said now, actually. 
Is it like your it's your levels? It's bad or something, but like your, yeah, your levels suck, bitch, or something like that. <laughs> and, then, and then, but but the screen above his Miiverse post was like all the red crosses where all the people have died. So mm-hmm. it, it, it just just died on this one segment and just called me a bitch. So yeah, yeah. I think it's something similar. Somebody's like, this stage is so easy. It's for babies. You suck. I mean, just like, no, I like this comment. Thank you very much. And it also should be known that that level that he died a lot on was considered normal difficulty. It wasn't even an expert it, level. So it looked pretty easy to me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that got crazy retweets as well. So cool. Sorry, and Cyrus. Cyrus, or God, Ty. Is that it, man? Yes. Okay. And Cyrus. So I'm Cyrus. You can catch me at Celsi where probably for the foreseeable, I will just be retweeting funny Overwatch stuff. Cause... Me too, probably. <laughs> May cool. is bay. May is bay. Dick. <laughs> Before we go off on another thick tangent, I think we'll go ahead and end the proper show here. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for joining me this time, and thank you for... Um, you know, another game of true or false, as we said previously. Um, <laughs> hey, Danny, Danny, thanks to you for hosting so well. Thank you very much. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be the end of the episode. Thanks, guys, and we'll catch you next time. Stick around for the video version. We might have a couple of different things to show you. Oh, or yeah. Just drop dead. So, see ya. <laughs>